0: Hello again, everyone, and welcome to the podcast of Thoughts Become Things. I'm Jeremy Lopez, and so excited and thrilled to be with you guys today. I really am. And I tell you, today is a little rainy day, but you know what? It's always nice when it rains because we know nature needs the rain and we are on the inside enjoying the dryness. So that's always a good thing. But uh, I'm excited about today. I really am. And I've been really thinking about what to talk about, you know, and knowing that we deal with a lot of, um, attraction, you know, deal with law of attraction, deal with with biblical principles. I wanted to sort of bring forth something today about Noah because, you know, it's been impressed on my heart this past week about discussing Noah and his family, of, of, of getting into the ark. And if you think about it, I want to be able to sort of set the stage for you for a moment before I talk about the subject today, which is going to be actually be entering in by faith, entering in by faith. And so I want us to picture Noah just for a moment. When we think about Noah, here's what happens. We think about a man that God has given him complete instructions, I mean, complete detailed instructions at that, about entering into uh, a situation that has never been which is creating this big gigantic massive boat which we call an ark um because it hasn't rained yet uh and and so because of that it's that instructions of here's what's going to happen this is the meters and the inches and the yards and the and the, the length and the depth of what it's going to look like and then once it begins to be built you know what I'm not going to tell you exactly when it's going to rain. I'm not going to tell you when it's going to happen. I'm just going to say, be ready. And then all of a sudden you get into this understanding that is such a faith thing, a huge faith thing, where all of a sudden it starts raining and God's like, take your family, take your, you know, your wife, your, you know, your kids, take them on the ark, and I'll shut the door. Now, I want us to think about something for a moment, okay? And that is this. Did God give Noah complete instructions on what to do with the ark? Absolutely. But here's my other question. But did God give instructions to Noah at all after that in the sense of being on the ark and not really knowing what's happening, what's going on? And here they are floating, I think, for 40 days and of what even, you know, of what's even going on? Not a clue. Not a word. In fact they had to send out a dove to bring back an olive branch just to even prove that there's land out there. Now you might say what does this have to do because God did give no instructions. You're right. God did give no instructions from the very beginning. But yet by the time the instructions were carried out it was silence. And I want you to think about that for a moment. There was silence afterwards and therefore that's when true faith kicked in. Now let me ask you an honest question. Would faith kick into you when you receive these, thus saith the Lord, God's given you instructions to build an ark when it's not rained and probably no one's ever thought about what an even huge boat looks like, why would we even need it, we're not even near, nowhere near the, the ocean or the water, or, you know, so what's the deal? If you think about it, that alone is gigantic faith. And yet all God told him to do was to, here's the instructions to build a boat. God never told him, here's what's going to happen. The water is going to recede at this time, and the entire earth is going to be, is it's round, and which you didn't know that, Noah, and I'm going to flood the entire earth with water, which you've heard that, but you have no clue that what the earth even looks like at this point, much less even the constellation or the stars or anything else. And yet I'm going to tell you to get in this hour, and you're just gonna stay in there until I tell you to send out a dove that's gonna bring back an olive branch but that's it that's that's it so if you think about this gigantic huge level of faith here you're talking massive faith people laughed at him no one believed him right and so when we see that we think in today's modern society that God should give us complete full details from the beginning to the very end that my friend is a mistranslation. That's not biblical. Because all through the Bible, we read where there are instructions given, and then boom, that's it. You think of Elijah, you know, when God says, you know, the, he was by sitting by the, this brook, this ravine, and like God told him to, and the ravens came and fed him, and all of a sudden it's like the brook just dries up. Like, okay, what do I do from here? The brook dries up, no voice, nothing going on. I guess I'll just stay here until I get some instructions. And so God speaks to him and says, hey, get up and go to Zarephath. You know, there you'll find a woman. And he goes on and on and on about what's going to happen. But then, if you think about it, he didn't go too far on the on and on. He gave just a little bit of instructions of what to do. When you get there, you're going to find this woman. And boom, once again, that's it. Nothing else. No, here's where you're going to live. You're going to get a job over here. I want you to be able to understand how the people are. I want you to know what street to live on. I want you to know exactly how to talk to them. Not a clue, and it's interesting today within today's modern world. And I wish so bad some of the people I prophesied to could hear this because a lot of them will either be on that page page with me on understanding that I'm getting you know your prophetic words. I'm on your book club. I get monthly words from you monthly. You know, um, I, I dive into your teachings. I'm with you. I, I, I stand with you. But yet, I, I get it. I totally get it all. And then there's those who just say, I just want you to prophesy to me, I'm not interested in learning, I'm not interested in getting directions, instructions, I just want to hear what God says to me, and that's it. And it's funny to me because those are the people, to be honest with you, those are the people that don't listen to podcasts, that don't listen to, you know, my live that I do monthly or, or, or Mondays, and that's perfectly fine, but I'm getting to a point for to understand. Because everybody has their to each their own, right? But yet it's those people that will be the ones that will contact me for prophetic word and basically say, I don't understand. God won't give me instructions. God won't tell me this. God won't tell me that. And I think to myself, because you're not applying yourself, you're disrespecting and you're dishonoring God and yourself, no matter how many prophetic words you get, because you're dishonoring God who is the God of knowledge, because He is knowledge. He is the God of wisdom because He is the wisdom. And that means it doesn't mean that God is just going to give you divine wisdom because you're His best friend, or you're going to sit on your rear end in the living room, and God's going to give you full details of what's going to happen in this next season, and here's how you're going to do it, and this is where you're going to go, and you're going to encounter this lady, you're going to encounter this gentleman, and this is how much money you're going to make, and those people that don't dive into anything else of learning, they're the ones that stay frustrated constantly. And the reason why is because they're people that don't want to learn. And the th- key thing is knowledge is empowering. Knowledge is power. Without knowledge, here's a key thing. My people suffer from a lack of knowledge. When you, when you don't want to dive in and learn and study, you will live in a what I call a suffering realm. A suffering dimension. And guess what? You can have prayer, you can cause, you can bind devils, you can do whatever you want to do, and none of that's going to work. Not one bit of it's going to work. God is not going to cause some demon to leave you because you're too lazy to want to study and learn. Can I get an amen? Because guess what, every joint supplies, which means every joint needs to be knowledgeable on what it's doing in the kingdom and what it's doing within the life that God has died to give them, to where they're not dishonoring and disrespecting their life. And so through that, it's the understanding that God sometimes will give instructions, but when you once you get them and you do and you follow those instructions, you probably nine times out of ten are not going to hear a peep out of God after that. Why? Because it's not God's job per se to actually give you every single bit of instructions from the very beginning to the very end. My sheep know my voice. The key thing you have to understand is they know his voice. They don't have to inquire of it. They don't have to hear it. Hello. Oh, many of you just, many of you are like, whoa, wait a minute, hold on. What did you just say? Because many of you don't have to inquire of it. Many of you don't have to hear it. Many of you just know it. And there are those who have to hear it constantly. Have to have the instructions. Have to hear. i, 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 I got to hear something. i got to know something. But don't ask me to apply anything. Don't ask me to learn. I don't want to learn about prayer. I don't want to learn about how to live a victorious life. Just God give me instructions. God tell me who to marry. God tell me what job to have. God tell me what shoes to put on my feet. God tell me where to live. Oh, lead me, lead me, lead me. And God's going to be like, nope, nope, nope. <laughs> Because I honor my word above my name, God says. And what that means is train up a child in the way they should go. It's important that we train and empower our children with knowledge and wisdom. How much more is it important for you as a parent? whether you're a parent or not but as an adult how much more important is it for you to be educated because if you're not educated you can't distribute and pass the baton of education and knowledge down to your children much as anyone else on this planet on this planet so because of that it's vitally important that we learn that we study to show ourselves approved will god give someone something that's not approved no God gives something to those who are approved. How many of you just got that? Another another example. The Bible says God gives seed to the sower. So will God give seed to anyone, even poor people? Not not at all. Will God give seed to rich people, poor people, black people, white people, Asian people? Not at all. You know who he gives seed to? The sower. So no matter how once again how much you beg, you plead, you feel like oh the devil of fi- of and I know people make up these mumbo jumbo demons and I'm going to be honest about it but you know the demon of 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 lack, the demon of I don't know, economic my economic system, whatever, you know? I mean, you got to be careful what you create, folks. If it's not in the Bible, stop creating it because you're going to create your own persona and you're going to fight against your own imagination that you're creating that God says to cast down. He didn't say the devil he said your vain imagination because you're that powerful so you better stop creating some vain imaginations because you're fighting against Im- images imagination images you're fighting against the very image you've created and given it the persona because what you name it may, na- the word name means nature in the greek and hebrew so the uh, image Imagination, the image that you are feeding into that you have created. Now you're putting a name to it. It's the demon of so and so, which means you've now given it nature. So, and, 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 and the thing is though, what you consider the enemy is probably sitting back laughing thinking, God love them. They are really just as, as ignorant as, as anything. I don't even have to worry about it. That saves my, saves me some trouble from getting involved in their life. Because you have to understand you're creating your own imagery, image. The, the, you know, When people say, oh, the devil's my enemy. Here's the key thing. I'm not worried about him. He's not my enemy. He, I don't care about him. Because the bottom line, what I, my enemy is, is what Paul said. The things I don't want to do, I do. The things I do, I don't want to do. Oh, wretched man that I am, who shall deliver me from this body of flesh? He never said, who's going to take this demon of, uh, over, over the climate of my house? The demon over this atmospheric parts of my neighborhood I mean Paul was Paul would probably laugh at us today if he thought what on earth where did you guys come up with this stuff you know because Paul's letting you know automatically he you know automatically he says I'm concerned about the body of flesh I'm concerned about me and what I'm, I'm creating that's what I'm concerned about the person that's the other half of me that needs to be cast down. Right? And we're too busy, demon, 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 demon. And I want about to say, quit saying that so much. Quit attracting all that stuff and quit creating it all. Because the bottom line is the imagination, the image, is what God says to cast down. He never said, cast down the devil. That's not even biblical. You cannot cast down the devil. You can cast down the image that you're creating, which is actually a lot more potent and a lot more serious and a lot more dangerous because you're creating that persona. And so you're actually fighting the only the very thing you created. Come on. I mean, it's all through the Word of God. Imagery, image, visual, vision, without a vision. I mean, there's so much visualization all through the Word of God. I'm writing a book on that, by the way, as we speak. Because I want people to be empowered and understand that empowerment to be able to cast down the very thing that they're creating to where they can create In the sense of what God wants him to create through His will, but empower yourself as a co-creator. Think about it, co-creator, co-creator. You are a creator and a co-creator. You are co-creator with God if you choose, and you're also a creator. Like every person on this planet is still a creator, whether you put the co to it or not. If you're if you're if you're a believer, then you're going to be a co-creator. If you're not a believer, you're going to continue to you're going to create. Out of your own imagination. And the an unfortunate thing, even co-creators in Christ working with God still is every once in a while sitting the CO aside, CEO, we'll put it in the or CO of co-creator and creating their own imagery. And yet they're fighting against their very own nature that they're fighting, they're fighting against. So this is where you have to begin to realize. And so when it deals with, with the whole power of, um, of Noah, and it deals with instructions that God's given them and everything else. Then you realize what, you know, the idea, understanding here is you get enough inst- instructions and directions, and the moment you do, God is saying, there it is right there. Oh Lord, well, I need more. And God's like, no, you don't. No, you don't. I've given you all things that pertain to life and godliness already. You have it all in you right now. You have the kingdom of God in you, you have an earthy treasure, you have a treasure in you, you know what you have the glory. What more do you want? You've got the you've got the Holy Spirit, you got the Son, what more do you want? And so the understanding here is God says, I'm gonna give you instructions, and once I'm do- I give you the instructions, you carry those out, and then the other half, let's say from the middle to the end of the finish line, will probably be a season of divine silence. And I say divine in a powerful way because it's divine silence is where you begin to seek, ask, and knock. It's where you begin to allow things to unfold to you. It's where you get off your rear end and you begin to dive into the things by faith to say, okay, you know what? I'm still completing the instructions God's given me. Now I'm carrying them out further and I'm using my co-creatorship with that and I'm going to continue to carry this out. I don't need anything else. Contrary to what I feel, I don't need anything else. God's already given those instructions as opposed to, why aren't you talking to me today? Why aren't you talking to me today? Well, why aren't you talking to me today, God? And God said, because you you don't need to hear. You need to know. I want you to think about it. You know, many of you are too busy trying to hear God. When God's like, I don't want you to hear me. I want you to know me. Be still and know. Not be still and hear. My sheep know my voice. Bad man's translation of hearing. It's not biblical. My sheep know my voice. That's a key thing, not my sheep hear my voice. That's the original language. Because God is into the knowing, Adam knew Eve. Adam didn't hear Eve. Adam knew Eve, right? All through the Bible, you have to understand the word "know" or "knowing" is yada yah, which means intimacy or intercourse. You have intercourse with God. You are one with God. Period. into discussion. And because of that, you don't need anything else. You've got it. So, do we get monthly words? Absolutely, we do. But with monthly words of what God is giving us in our, in our instructions and directions, then. And also we need to study and to show ourselves that we are approved for God because God won't do anything to those that are unapproved and God won't give seed to people who are not sowers. So in order for me to be a sower, I've got to give. That's what I talked about earlier, right? I was going, going back around to that. And so I, if in order for me to, to be able to be prosperous, I've got to begin to give. And the Bible says to give and then it shall be given to you. And many of us are trying to bind everything. That's where I was sort of was alluding towards earlier. Everybody's trying to bind everything and God it's like, oh my gosh, I I, I can imagine God hitting his, his top of his head saying, oh, I need a V8. You know, as old commercials say. You know, oh my goodness, what is wrong with these people? You know, because I'm sure he looks at me that way at times. Because the idea is you have to understand that God's like, I cannot give to you. I cannot give to you until you first give. Give and then it shall be given to you. You're not God's best friend where God says, let me just bypass my word. Don't worry about it. I'll give to you. God love you because you're pretty. You're sweet. Oh, you're ignorant. You're, you know, you're, you're not smart. Let me help you with that. No, God's like, you got to prove. You come before my throne and you approve yourself by diving into the knowledge, diving into wisdom. Get involved in these things of learning. And when you do, then you'll begin to be approved, right? Because when you study, then you will find yourself approved, then the approval will begin to unfold to you and give you the desires of your heart, give you what you 're looking for, because then those who are approved get it. I remember Kim Clement years ago was talking about uh, when he talked about the word revelation, and he talked about ap- 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 lupko, you know uh, apocalypse you know which represents apocalypse, but then he talked about revelation, he deals with what revelation really is, and what it means is this which means basically there's another word called mystedion which what that represents here in the original language is it's not something God is 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 taken from you or hiding from you. God will hide a thing for you to find. He doesn't hide it from you uh, to not find it. He hides it from you to find. Why would God hide something from me and make me find it? Because he says you're too lazy. we <laughs> are too lazy. Get up and start fighting for knowledge. And the reason why people do not study, and I'm you you honest, the reason why people do not study, the reason why people do not read books, the reason why people do not learn is because they dishonor themselves and they have, and they have either low self-esteem or they, they disrespect themselves because they don't honor themselves. When you honor yourself, you will fill yourself with the nutrition that your soul needs. And, wh- and, and what feeds the soul is the power of knowledge and wisdom. You feed your body healthy food, right? I can guarantee you, people out there who are listening to me, if you feed your body extremely healthy, I can guarantee you you're also an avid reader and studier. Because you're understanding the honor of the temple. And when you understand the honor of your temple, then you'll begin to realize that, I, you know what? I have to give my soul healthy food, which is knowledge and wisdom. Right? Because once you begin to understand the empowerment of a triune being, which you are, body, soul, spirit, then you realize I have to feed every part of me nutrition, nutrition. And what nutrition is, is feeding the soul knowledge and wisdom and feeding my body healthy foods. And that's why my brain is not foggy. And that's why I can run and not grow weary. You know, I bind the devil of whatever. You can't do that folks. God says discipline yourself. Discipline yourself. Is it easy to do? Not all the time. It's not. It's hard. I'm not going to lie to you. It's hard sometimes, folks. It's easy to look at somebody and say, you just need to do this. It's so easy, but it's hard sometimes. But you know what? The more that we get it drilled in us to say, you know what? You're right. I got to start. I got to start today. I got to start today. Then that's my point is take a first step of faith. Take a leap of faith to realize that God is saying, get up and walk in the water of faith. I'm going to give you what you need. But then from that moment on, you've got to prove yourself by, by, by putting inside of knowledge and wisdom toward that way you want be so codependent on trying to reach out there and feel as if it's just warfare 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 That you'll begin to understand it's not warfare all the time what it is is engaging in the imagination you've created casting that down discipline yourself put the nutritional value of what what you need in your body and your soul by giving yourself the knowledge and the wisdom And that way when God gives you instruction, you can say, God, not only do I have your instruction, but I've improved myself by studying according to your word and learning and gaining wisdom, so that way I can gain, I can put wisdom and knowledge with your instruction. And I can carry it out. And I won't panic. I won't go into drama mode because, you know, I heard you today with instructions, but oh my goodness, three days later, I don't hear you anymore. What do I do? And I won't freak out and panic. People who freak out and panic are those who do not study. Come on, folks. When you don't have wisdom, when you don't have wisdom and knowledge on a subject, you will freak out. When you understand the process of principles, understand the process of knowledge, understand the process of wisdom, then you'll begin to say, "You know what? I'm actually this wisdom is 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 housing me. It's holding me up to be able to continue by faith on the things I need to I need to continue and get done." And that's what we do. Because if you put somebody in a room of something they don't have a clue what to do, they're going to panic. If you put a genius or a person who studies and has tons of knowledge and wisdom into a room, they will find a way to get out of there. They'll find a way to be able to do what it takes to occupy, and they'll find their way to be able to produce. That's what people with knowledge and wisdom do. People who don't will run like guinea pigs and be codependent. And like almost like a drug, a drug like a, a drug addict will begin to just, you know, feast off everybody else's prayers and oh help me, help me, help me, help me. Oh God, it's devil. Help me. I don't know what to do. Help. Because that's what we do. That's what people do. that don't. They don't empower themselves. And so your greatest weapon is knowledge and wisdom, and learning what you're creating and understanding what you're bringing forth and producing. Right. And no wonder why God is like, church, grow up. Church, get into the place of maturity. Are you going to have hard times and trials? Sure you are. Are you going to go through hell? Sure you are. When you get depressed and down sometimes? Sure you will. When you need medication several times in your life? Sure you will. And praise God for those things. And praise God for counseling and, and psychology and psychiatrists. And I praise God for and doctors and surgeons. I so thank God for these people. They're so needed. But I'll tell you right now, you can't go into surgery without the doctor telling you this. When you get done with surgery, you better start drinking more water. You better start eating healthier. you got to take care of your body, take the medications, get proper rest. And, and they, so they give you instructions there, right? Because they know that the body needs to be able to absorb healthy nutrition in order for your body to heal quicker. So if you want to be healed, if you want wholeness in your life, I'm talking your soul as well, is what I'm mainly talking about today. If that's the case, then once you get the instruction of God, then continue to feast off of knowledge and wisdom. And watch it carry you when you're in the ark over the water and you're freaking out or you, you feel like you maybe you should freak out because you're not getting anything. You'll say, you know what, I'm perfectly fine because I'm sustained by wisdom and knowledge. And so it's no big deal for me. I don't have to be a junkie. You know, to, to this, to these things of warfare. I don't have to because I'm, I'm fine. That's why you build, the Bible says to build your faith, build up your faith. Why? Because faith has like muscles. It must be built up. Which means you have to apply faith and wisdom in order for your muscles of your faith to be built up and be strengthened. So that way you can stand by faith. And when the Bible says to stand and when you've done all, continue to stand, that's what it means. How can you continue to stand? Because your faith is strong. Your trust is strong. And your wisdom and your knowledge is stronger. That's a key element we have to begin to remember. And once we do, guess what? Life becomes a little easier from that point, that point on, does it not? It becomes a little bit easier because then we realize, you know what, I, I got it, I, I, I'm, I'm approved, I'm approved. Now, once again, don't let that word approved, don't run with that word and feel like that means some people are approved, some people are not approved. We're not talking about salvation, grace, love. No, we're talking about approved in the sense of a successful, victorious, peaceful life. That's what we're talking about. Because in order for these things to begin to happen, you've got to know the key that unlocks The peace, the key that unlocks the success, the key that unlocks money, the key that unlocks, uh, you know, a victorious life. And that, my friend, is knowledge and wisdom. It is all through the Word of God. Because God does not want anyone to suffer. And suffering, he says, comes from a lack of knowledge. So today, you know, join our book club. You know, get on monthly prophetic words. Listen to my podcast. Get some teachings. Not just me, but other people. Find yourself in, in a place of, of learning from diverse people from all over the globe so you can be well-rounded and hear different experiences and different points of view. There's nothing better than hearing somebody talking to somebody and they say, well, you know what? I've got uh, this side of the spectrum on this subject and then the other side of the spectrum on this subject is, says this as well. That, my friend, is a genius right there because no one wants to hear somebody say, well, this is what I heard so-and-so say, so I just believed it. Then you're microwavable. Begin to not be microwavable but get into the oven in the sense of learning that, that knowledge is a slow process and it's an honorable thing so dive into it and enjoy its benefits today. Hey guys, I'm really so glad you joined me today. You know, sometimes in these in these podcasts, I get a little hyper. I get a little, you know, come on, you know, mentality. And I love that because, so I hope everyone takes that right the right ray because I love doing that because I'm so passionate, not about you believing like me. I don't care about that. That means nothing to me. Or, or feeling like you've got to do this in your life. But what I tell you are the key ingredients of the Word of God that whatever it looks like for you, then that's what you got to do. Find yourself. And what you know works for you, yes. But one of the things that is universal is the power of wisdom and knowledge and there's not one person on this planet in any religion in any background any ethnic you know, group that does that does not need the power of knowledge and wisdom and as sons of God more importantly we need to be able to have the mind of Christ the mind of Christ does not say you know hey since you have it you just got wham well, bam thinking man you just got some knowledge here you got wisdom no the mind of Christ actually says if you truly have the mind of Christ you will dive even deeper because there will be a deeper hunger for you to want to learn more, right? And so dive into that today. And when you do, I promise you, you will feel such an empowerment come on you and you'll say, I'm pretty cool, God. I'm pretty cool today. You know, or like if I don't hear something going on today, I don't have to hear you, God, because I know you. I know. And I know you through the knowledge I'm learning. I know you or learn you through the wisdom I'm learning. I know you and I learn you through the atmosphere of, of absorbing, you know, all this principles and knowledge and wisdom. And, and I so I absorb that. That's how I get to know God as well. Learn about God, which is helpful in the knowing God as well. So thank you for tuning in today, folks. You guys are amazing. You really are. And by the way, I'm real excited because... We have just launched out some, I think, I think it's like five now. Five awesome, amazing, downloadable albums that are all meditative instrumental albums. I have one called Time to Sleep, which is which I guarantee you you play before you go to bed, and it's very melodic, very low key, and it will put you to sleep in a matter of minutes. I guarantee you, it's crazy. We also have a which is an hour long. We also have another album called uh, Meditative Guitar. If many of you like with guitar with a little bit of like ambient type of sounds. Oh my gosh. This is a phenomenal. I, I listened to this all day long yesterday. It's an amazing album. It's called Meditative um, Guitar. Then we have another one which is called The Courts of Heaven. That's, that one's powerful. That one's got your sort of... Uh, ambient, strong, I don't don't want to use the word eerie, but almost like that really strong, revelational, heavenly you know, sound that's like, almost like an aggressive within a meditative way, you know, to where you're like, man, you get chills thinking, I am right before the presence of God right here, listening to the song. And Chords of Heaven is a dynamic album as well. We also have one called The Glory, which is wow, like it ushers in The Glory when you play it within your house. And so I'm telling you guys, you've got to get these. They are phenomenal. You can download them. They're just $10.99. 10 99 You can download it to your iPhone, your computer, whatever. But go today and get these download albums today. It's on the homepage under Christian Music. Uh, I think it says Christian Music um, MP3 CD type of thing. It's under that category on the homepage. You can scroll over and you can see those five on there. And if, and if you're listening to this in the future, then you can go to the website and you can just put in uh, instrumental music. You can put in that type of stuff and it'll pull them all up. But anyway, we're going to continue to have a lot more in the future so You've got, we're going to pack you f- full, you guys, with a lot of dynamic music you can listen to throughout the day. So you guys have a blessed, dynamic day. Do not forget, this is the month of, what are we in, May? where uh, May 24th, uh, which is actually, what, next week. Uh, May 24th, next week at 6 p.m. Central Time is going to be my monthly prophetic live uh, time on Instagram and on Facebook. So you definitely want to be able to stay tuned. I do a full hour of prophesying nonstop for an hour. Just as the Spirit leads, and and definitely as always, make sure you're listening to this podcast every week. That usually comes out and is distributed to all these other outlets of of um, of music, uh, you know, outlets uh, on Wednesdays. And definitely, definitely, number one, top key thing join our book of the month program learn 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 go on the website identitynetwork.net and find it's called hot off the press monthly book club and join it today it's just $15 a month you get free shipping you get the free ebook every month that's that's uh, that's the same book you get the book shipped to you autograph you get a uh, free study guides and workbooks as we put them out free I mean you know only those on the on the, on the um, program get this stuff free you over that $15 value. So definitely, definitely do that today. Just $15 you get everything, all this other stuff free with it. Do that today. Or you can call the office and say, please sign me up for the book of the month program. The office number is um, excuse me, 205-362-7133. That's 205- three, six, two, seven, one, three, three. All right. So God bless you guys. And we will close by saying this, which we always say, if you don't like your day, remember we talked about vain imaginations casting down earlier. If you don't like your day, change your thoughts and you'll change your life. God bless.